You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Ringer After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Ringer After Show. Buzzers, we are here at the AfterBuzz TV studios doing things the way things always should be done with Bang. I am your host for the evening, David Schifolini, joined as always by the lovely and talented Sarah Huggins. Hello. How are you doing, lady? I'm doing beautifully. How are you? Good. Thank happy, you. very, very happy. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that we were able to actually watch our show. Me too. Uh, and we are doing Ringers season one, episode twenty. If you're just an evil bitch, then get over it. Best title. Best title. I think best episode. Yeah, I of mean, the season. So yeah, far. amazing episode. Right. I mean, like season finale style episode. Like I could have. Oh, good. Yeah. It could have ended. Yeah. And on this week's episode, and I would have been very Because I was flipping out. Yeah. Just absolutely freaking out from second one. So, it, yeah. So if it gets better from good. here, it'll be crazy. For sure. For sure. Yes. Before you guys do anything. <laughs> yes, Phil. Yes. Allow me to say... No, no. I was like, <laughs> David what did like, we do? Oz. What did we do? You didn't do anything. I know. It's, it, 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 it actually... The, the, he just wants camera do, time. You guys do a lot. Yes. Every week. And in yeah. fact, uh, what David was alluding to was the fact that she, uh, he'll get more into this in news and gossip, but, but basically they weren't able to watch their <laughs> show on Tuesday. And he'll explain the reason why again in news and gossip. And uh, these guys are here Thursday night doing the show because they want to do it for you fans. And all you can do in return for them, because again, they're doing so much work and for free to you guys, write and comment that on iTunes. That's really what it comes down to. And if you have already done so, tell a friend. Because, David, don't you hate when you're like, hey, did you... Um, I was listening to this thing called AfterBuzz TV, and uh, I d- disagreed um, with Sarah, right? What do you think? And then, right, isn't it annoying when your friend's like, what are you talking about? So annoying. So annoying. <laughs> yeah. So, you don't want to be that guy. It's uncool. You want to be the cool guy and tell him, hey, I know about a thing called AfterBuzz TV. You should know about it, too. It's true. And even if you don't want to tell a friend or you have no friends, make a friend. Make a new friend or comment more than once. Be more than one person. Be more than one person. Just love us like we love you. Thank you. That was a great great public announcement. I I had nothing to add. You said it so well. Phil put it so amazingly that I just had nothing to add. Very eloquent. Yes, vote. Vote. Because you love us. <laughs> right. You love us. 
Uh, it's the same, though, right? You know. <laughs> let's jump let's into our episode. About the show. Let's do Thank what you. we do best and talk about record self promotion. <laughs> All right. This week, last week actually, we ended with Henry in trouble. Right. He was taken in by the police, and he was being questioned by Tyler's for Tyler's murder, which we know as audience members and you as viewers and. Everybody, and Siobhan actually, knows that Henry killed Tyler. Right. I wasn't... I was a little confused about that last week. I was as well, but he said it was an accident. Right. This week, I feel like they cleared all that. They did clear it all up. But he did, in fact, kill Tyler. And he's back at the police station saying... Telling them, basically, I told you last week I wasn't there, blah, blah, blah. There is a witness. A maid. A maid who places him at the hotel, entering Tyler's room at the time that he was murdered. And upon hearing this news, Siobhan sort of goes into... A very pregnant Siobhan, I must say. All of a sudden, it cut to her, and I was like, whoa! I mean, we knew she was pregnant, but I feel like this is the first time she actually looked pregnant. Very pregnant. And at one point, I thought she was going into labor. Right. That's how pregnant she was. Yeah, no, no, no. It was like overnight. We were like, wow. All of a sudden, she's eight months pregnant. Yeah. But she, and she was crazy. She's a little bit crazy pregnant. Yes. Um, The hormones are going to her. Yes. But she sort of goes into, like, mother hen mode, or whatever you want to call it, schemer mode, and decides that the best way to get Henry off of this... Well, he gets arrested. He does get arrested, but he gets... He he posts bail. Yeah. And she goes to the maid and pays her off. Right. Which I thought was totally going to work at first. I did, too. I was but like, all right, oh, great. Well, she paid her off. Yeah. We're done, done. With that. Yeah. But apparently not. The maid has morals. Yeah. And doesn't Who knew? want a wad of cash. Yeah. I mean, I would take the wad of cash. Me, too. You would never see me again. The wad Vacation. of hundreds. Uh... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I thought she was gone, but she showed up at the police station. (laughs) And hands it in, and I thought, for some reason, because it cut to commercial then, and I thought she was going to change her story. Right, me too, me too, and say something else happened, and oh, I was mistaken, it wasn't him. But apparently she gives the money to the police, and the police call Siobhan, who they think is Siobhan, which we know as as Briv. And she names Siobhan, right? She says, Siobhan Martin is the one who gave me this money. Well, I don't know, I didn't see that. Well, right, because that's why they call Briv. Right. How else do they know? You don't actually see her ever... No, talking to them. Right, that's true. Hmm. Which was actually very interesting, if you think about it, that they immediately thought it was Siobhan. Because I feel like they did say... I'm trying to think if I wrote it down or not, but... Henry sort of explained it when he was talking to Briv when she came to him. Right. But... We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, But anyway, she... Either way... Siobhan is now being implicated as well. Right. On top of Henry. Right. Which sort of... Puts a wrench in the plan. Well, in Siobhan's plan. Right. But as far as Briv goes, she has no idea what's going on. Oh, and she hasn't. I mean, when's... Well, I was going to say she hasn't seen Henry in a while, but I guess it hasn't been that long. I don't know. 
feel like they're really intertwined at one point and now not so much. Yeah, not so much anymore, but they're still, you know, they still have relations. Right. True. She is constantly yelling at him. Right. To leave her alone. Right. Well, and it did get a bit scary. It did get a bit scary. Um, And the way that Henry explained it is that a blonde, he hired a woman to pay off the maid. That was a blonde. That was a blonde. And so the police put it together because they knew about their relationship and sort of just assumed that it was Siobhan. Which that's where it got a camp. little confusing. Well, and she didn't me. buy it. She she didn't buy Riv it. did not buy that story. No, and she completely saw through Well, he did. His he, lying. She he, was like, you killed Tyler. He's like, no, I didn't. She's like, I can see it on your face. You're hiding something. She barely knows this man. She, he already has a tell. Well, he always looks really guilty. I mean, I thought he killed Gemma for the longest time because he just seemed psycho. Like, he, you know, was like painting his place. and <laughs> I don't know. He just... He has a very he guilty acts, Right. He acts guilty a lot. So he does. I can see how she thought that. But I thought that was, was kind of good, though. And then he just kind of like whisked her out of his home. So He did. And I think that, that didn't really help important part of all of this this whole entire storyline is that he blames he eventually blames Siobhan the real Siobhan for everything that he's done right and he wants to know when it's all going to end and he wants her to stop helping because every time she helps him something else goes wrong it's a little more twisty well, and he, she tells him, like, it can end right now, we'll, we have money, we'll just run away, and but he's I don't like, know, no. Well, I don't know what she thinks is where they're going to go, where they're going to run away to. He's, like, a technically a convicted felon right now. Right. And, I mean, I'm, but sh- he was like, no. He's like, no, we're not doing that now. Because he has kids, and... Right. And he has a conscience. Right. But, like, was he going to do that before? Were they just going to run off together before? I think so. But well, he, back when... Gemma was... Was her name Gemma or Jenna? Gemma. Gemma. Back when she was alive, he could have technically left with her. Yeah. And left the kids kids. with her. Yeah, I guess. Not the morally correct thing to do, but it's a soap opera. That's true. That's true. But speaking of the... The two, the two ginger babies. Yes, their return to Ringer, their epic return. Yes, he was like, "Where are the kids?" And I was like, "Oh, finally! <laughs> you you never, actually care about your children." <laughs> you never remember seeing the children. Never, and you barely see them in this episode. They're well, like you an saw afterthought. Them at least you remember that they are there, and that he has redheaded twins. Right, and and they have the weirdest names, Dash. Oh, I didn't even remember that they had names. The other one had a really strange name, too, and I can't remember it. I just remember Dash. Yeah, they're just, like, afterthoughts. Like, they're just, like, pawns in the little game that they have going. In a sense, but they're back in the episode, and he does right. have, like, some sort of caring for them. And they're with their grandfather, Arbogast, who... They were taken away. They were taken away by Child Protective Services and given to... Gemma's father. Gemma's father, Arbogast. Who, as we know, has the file and explains to Henry that he sort of figured everything out on his own. And he... Hired someone. He hired someone to follow Henry and sort of retrace his steps for the past year of Gemma's life. And that's when he found out that Siobhan and him had a relationship and... I was shocked when he said he knew. I was like, I was too. I was very surprised. I mean, very... Yeah, I mean, he just laid it all out. Yeah, and there was, like, nothing Henry could say or do. He was just like, I'm caught. 
Like, I mean, what is he going to do? He, yeah. His father-in-law knows everything. His father-in-law knows that he did break his daughter's heart. And right. And it was his quote-unquote fault because he still suspects him for Gemma's murder and blames him for it. And... He said he was going to make them pay. He was like, he threatened them. He yeah. said, I'm going to make you and Siobhan pay for everything you've done. I was like, whoa. Like, this is Brutal. intense. Yeah. He was, he was a little scary, I have to say. But rightfully so. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Think. Like he kind of, I feel like he kind of became a player in this episode, like never before. Like he was kind of always there. Like we've seen him in previous episodes, but in this one, he actually made like really big decisions that affected, you know, multiple. And is going people. to affect our storyline, I think, from now on, right? And right. Going forward, he's going to be a huge part of the show. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So. And what we saw mainly was he goes to Andrew with the file. With the... Flash drive. The flash drive, thank you. And tells him, you know what I have. And you know that I know... Your secrets. Your secrets. But I'm not going to turn you in. I'm going to save Martin Charles. Did he actually say that to Henry? He didn't yeah. say that. No, 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 he said that to Andrew. He said that to Andrew. Yes. Yeah. He told... He told Henry that... He left Henry with a threat. He left Henry with a threat, saying that... Scared I'm going to make you pay for everything you did. To my daughter, to my grandchildren. I know that you killed Tyler. Right. I blame you for Gemma. I know that you were having a relationship with Siobhan. This is the end. Yeah. Your life is over. Your life is over. Dun-dun-dun. Now, he did tell... Andrew, that he's going to save Martin and Charles. How do you think he's going to do That's that? That's what I was going to ask you. Well, get out of now my you can brain. Tell me. Now you can tell me what I think. Um, Does he have a lot of money? Maybe. Arbogast is like a billionaire. Oh, so he'll just like pay them off or just buy them or something. I don't know. Well, I mean, it, it could be in his repay all best the people interest they... to buy the company and sort of. Refig- reconfigure things. Right. Granted, redistribute the funds. Redistribute the funds or reinvest the funds. Um, but then Andrew will basically be his employee bitch. and pawn. Yeah. Yeah. But I know not a lot about hedge funds. Right, <laughs> right. But we did educate ourselves a we little bit. We did a, a, little a little bit. But, you know, hedge funding is still a little bit of a confusing topic. Yeah. Um, for me, at least. Yeah, I don't think we need to fully understand it. I don't think... We don't, but it could help yeah. in the long run. Yeah, I was kind of glad about that. It's not that... In- the Ponzi scheme thing isn't really that interesting to me, as far no, as I everything mean, else that's going on. Yeah, and it, it's so. good to have another big player. Yeah, yeah, and especially kind of like a villain, too, which is always nice. Do you, do you think he's a villain? Yeah, I, I mean, guess. I like Henry. Are you looking at Henry as a villain or Arbogast? Arbogast. Oh, okay. Because I, I don't know. I mean, because he's kind of confrontational all at all times. So, I don't know. You think he's like a hero in any situation? I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't look at him as a hero. Well, but I don't really consider him a villain. I kind of do, just because he's. I don't really feel like he's like super nice. Like I don't feel like he's gonna buy Martin Charles. 
because he's you know out of the kindness of his heart and he's just so generous. No, I mean he's gonna buy Martin Charles because he has money invested in the company and he doesn't want to lose it. Yeah, but I think there's other reasons. I don't think it's that's the reason. I just don't. I think there's like more. There's more bigger motives. It. I mean, I don't know what they well, are. I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Right. Two episodes left. There's only two episodes left. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we'll get into that this season. Probably but not. Hopefully next. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the biggest villain of them all. Yes, gave your us favorite. The your biggest girlfriend. shocker this week, Catherine. Starting from the get-go. Starting from the get-go. We started the episode out with her. She's in the Martin home. Listening to the creepiest classical music ever. No, it was yes. beautiful. Creepy. You don't know what you're talking about. Creepy. I loved it. Okay, well, you knew... Nothing good was happening with no, that music I mean, playing. It was very ominous. And Andrew walks in and she's covered in blood. And she's slit her wrists. And it's just genius. <laughs> <laughs> not that suicide is a laughing matter. I'm not saying that. No, not at all. But I think that the way she has decided to present herself in this situation was just so epic she and was dramatic. She was so crazy. The wind was blowing and she's like, I need to talk to Juliet. Well, and she, like, you didn't know that she had slit her wrist. She just grabbed Andrew and then he was left all bloody and you were like, oh my god, what's happening? I thought, I don't know, I thought she had done something to him. I thought she had, like, a, a knife in her hand at first or something. Yeah, at first like, I thought she had killed somebody. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, 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 or, like, killed Juliet or something. I yeah. thought, God, like, this could go... Something crazy. So many, right. Yeah. And thank God it was just herself. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> didn't thank die. God. Well, she didn't die. Well, she didn't die. She's in the hospital, and she's under surveillance. Right. We find out this wasn't the first time she's done this. No. It's a little more severe than the last. And the last time we find out later on in the episode was when Andrew um, had decided that he wanted a divorce from her and she slit her wrists for attention or whatever she had done. Pop pills or... Right. Had attempted suicide before for attention and this time they're saying that it's a more serious thing and that she needs to be under constant surveillance and she needs to be either committed or living with some sort of chaperone right at all times because she is bonkers crazy <laughs> she has taken a bus to crazy town and is not coming back no she is not and Juliet, by the way is not buying it she no. is so harsh with her and she tells her um She's like, I'm not getting sucked in again. That's basically what she said. To her. She literally said, I'm not getting sucked in again. Well, because she is good. Catherine is really good about being slightly crazy, but like, you'll she has these like little redeeming moments, or you think they are, where she's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just like right, mentally unstable. A like, feel sorry for me, kind of. <laughs> you know, master manipulator. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, she turns around and does something just insane, and you're like, okay, you knew exactly what you were doing this whole time. Like, well, yeah. You, yeah. I love her. I mean, yeah. I, I know. She is we a great character. We all learn a lot She's a great her. character. Don't slit your wrists, though. No. That please, is not the way to get don't. attention. Or pop pills. Or pop pills. None of that is good. Or don't do any of it. There's attention. other ways you can talk it out. Just talk to somebody, yes. You can pick up the phone. You can call in. You can call us. Yeah, I mean, clearly we are very sympathetic. Yeah, there yeah. are lots of hotlines. I know, out there. no, I know, I know, I know. Lots of people Anti -suicide, you can talk to. Yes, exactly. Suicide hotlines. Um, Trevor Project. I'm trying to think. 
Oh, um, Tell me. can we talk about it? Can we talk about, um, well, because I was surprised because Andrew told Briv, because this has to do with Catherine, so I feel like we can kind of talk about it, because Andrew confessed to um, Briv that Catherine tried to make out with him, which yes. I was surprised, but I thought he was going to keep that a secret. I did too, and I'm, I'm very happy that he sort of fessed up and owned up to that whole situation, and he feels like this episode of Catherine's is sort of his fault because he he pushed her away from that and he got his money back and then he took her child away and you know he sort of feels like he pushed her to the brink but as we find out later Catherine said that she knew what she was doing well basically and she says I mean it started out being about Andrew but then she became obsessed with Siobhan and right. ruining Siobhan's life because she had basically everything that Catherine, you know, had before and wanted. You know, when she saw Juliet start to, you know, warm up to Siobhan, then she got even more upset and went off the deep end. So we know well, her beef is really with Siobhan, with Siobhan at the end of the day because Siobhan has her husband. Siobhan now has the love of her child. Right. Siobhan has her money. Right. Or what she is. She's younger. She's younger. She's more beautiful. Yes. Catherine is a goddess. She is gorgeous, I have to say. Um, But but this is where we got our title of the episode. Yes. And I'm going to let you. Really? Yes. Juliet says to Catherine. She's like, if you're sick, we'll get you help. But if you're just an evil bitch, then get over it. And the mom was like, Catherine was like, oh, honey. It was like mother like daughter. <laughs> but she, and it's like, she really is just an evil bitch, though. Like, I think. Well, I mean, clearly. I mean, it, we watched I, the episode. Yeah. So did you. Catherine yeah. is completely. She's insane. just an evil bitch. She's, she's crazy, but I don't think any amount of help is really going to do anything. Well, you know, if she actually was taking her pills. Yeah, well. <laughs> they could have sedated her. We know what happened there. We do know what happened there, but we're not we'll there We'll get to yet. it in a we sec. We'll get right. to it. Um, is there anything else important about Andrew, Catherine, or Juliet? Um, I mean, not until... At the moment? Not until the... I mean, the, well, they took her in. They Andrew and Juliet yes. end up taking her in. Juliet sort of um, goes to Andrew, her father, and... and tells him that she feels responsible and she wants to take care of her mother and that if they could possibly get an apartment with a live-in nurse and to take care of her or if she could just stay with them for a few right. days and before she can like you know get her on her feet and get grounded which I thought it was good for Juliet to sort of have right. these feelings for her her birth mother but at the same time, I feel like Juliet is so naive when it comes to things like this. Right. For some odd reason. Like, she was acting not crazy for maybe five minutes, and she was like, I think she's getting better. <laughs> like, no, probably not. I think it was the fact that she saw her in the hospital. Right. That and that could be a really scary the, thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. It can be. So that was kind of it until we get to the, the bomb. Until we get to the bomb. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Yep. Um, So, Catherine's moved in with them. Briv and Machado, the entire episode, are sort of going over the dealings of what happened in the past, in last week's episode. Right. Where Briv was shot at, and again, and they found out who, they unmasked the shooter. Right. 
and Machado sort of he IDs him and wants to is sort of helping Briv even though he's still suspended from the FBI. Well, because she went to him and asked for his help too. Right. He and was she, kind of apprehensive about it. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, but he does do small favors for her. Excuse me, say something. No, no, no. Hi. I was just looking. <laughs> I was looking at where their whole thing started, so I didn't miss anything. The beginning of the episode. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But then they. They went and confronted the tarot card dry cleaner guy. <laughs> I forgot his name. I just wrote tarot card dry cleaner. I wrote the same thing. And they, <laughs> they sort of figured out that they're not laundering money at the at the cleaners. And Clearly. He's sort of like a hitman broker. That's like what they call him. Right. He is sort of like the... Someone... The middleman. Right. Between trying to find a hitman because it turns out that the person that shot Briv was a hired hitman. Correct. Even though he did, he was like a family man. Right. They made like a big point to say that, that he was a family man and he had kids and a wife, but he was a hired hitman. Right. Um, hmm. I mean, they went to the, so they went to the store owner and they, well, Machado and his, well, former partner or whoever that guy is. Right. They went to him and they basically threatened him and said, well, they didn't threaten him. They said they would work out a deal. They wouldn't, you know, they would get him some sort of light jail sentence. The 15 if he years would, instead of life. Right. If he would give up who is trying to kill Siobhan. Right. And he basically told them to kiss it and he doesn't need their help and he left. Right. Which I was like, wow, that was pretty gutsy, you know? Well, I mean, they don't have anything on him. There's nothing that they can do, which is, is very smart That's of him true. to not really say anything. But right. this sort of gives Machado the ammunition to want to go to this guy Rex's house right. and sort of dig up some dirt. So he does go there illegally without a warrant and breaks in after the Super wife creepy. leaves. Super creepy. And goes into the basement where there's a door on tracks. Yeah. Which I thought was really awesome. But, like, why have a door on tracks but have, like, the tracks showing. Well, and he found it like way too quickly. The tracks were in the ground. You could see them. It's not like it was that hidden. Yeah, but I don't know. It just seemed a little fishy to me, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I know TV why show. he had to write. Yeah, I, I know why he had to find it. But I yeah, I was shocked by his findings in the in that room. Well, I'm, he, there's lots of pictures of Andrew, lots of pictures of Siobhan. But most of them most, Siobhan is cut out. Right, because He's been walking around with them, I guess, as points of reference. Because <laughs> he doesn't know what she looks like, apparently, right? apparently after not. the first time. Right. Um, but Machado opens the fridge, and the hitman from episode one... See, I didn't recognize him right away. I did. You did? Immediately. Yeah. Hitman from episode one falls out of the I was hoping it was Malcolm. Fridge. I was like, oh, finally. And then I was like, oh, no, that's not oh, him. Oh, yeah, Malcolm. I totally forgot how he quickly you forget. Yeah, we have no we idea what happened seen him to him for three weeks. No one's even no talked clue. about him. No, no clue. No one even wonders where he is. No. They're like, whatever. Yeah, who no, knows? He'll turn up. He'll turn up. Um, but the hitman from season one, from season one, from episode one, falls out of the fridge, and he takes a picture <laughs> on his camera phone, on not camera incriminating phone. at all. <laughs> Dead body, and he took evidence. Right, he, from took, the the he took the picture, um, and he brings it to Briv, and he's like, "Does this, this picture look familiar?" And she's like, "Yes, I'm cut out of that photo. This was our Christmas card one year." And he's like, "Do you know who this man is?" And she was like, "Yes, I killed him." 
Right. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And then she kind of spilled it. And I was glad she sort of laid it all out because I kind of forgot about... I mean, I remembered, like, when she started recapping it, I was really happy because I... Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of shooting and a lot of... There has been a lot of Stuff happening, murder. you know, so... Um, she goes into that whole thing about the phone. I want you to explain that, though, because it's still a little bit confusing to me. Is it? Okay, so she explains... Okay to Machado that she killed this man out of self-defense um, a while back and she hid the body and then I the body disappeared but she got a cell phone from him and she had been holding on to the cell phone as evidence and that this guy Rex had wanted it back and he, Machado asked her why did you keep it and she was like because I thought that it could link to the person that was trying to kill me and I could figure out who it was. And he's like, why have you never told me this? And she was like, I thought it was inconsequential, basically. And he's like, well, do you still have the phone? And she was like, no, the phone went missing. And he was like, where was it? And she tells him she kept it in the house, but that's where it disappeared from. And he said, so whoever has access to your house right. is the person who took the phone, who, who is probably also the person who hired the hitman. Right. And then she kind of flashes to who, who had, that could have been. Who had access to her house. So who was it? Olivia had access to her house. Catherine. Catherine. Henry. Hen- Mr. C. Mr. C. Although he was only in her house once. Yeah, but she still flashed to him. She did, which I thought was weird. Yeah. I mean, she just kind of... I mean, I guess it was all the major players from throughout the season. Right. Which we know there's really only one major player. That well, we know who it is. Right, right. We know Clearly. from last week who it was. And she's creepily around the corner, and she hears them talking about of who course. it is. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. And Catherine just hears everything. Yeah. It's um, not creepy, even though apparently she took her medication, and it's enough medication to sedate a horse. Uh, yes. And <laughs> Juliet was like, walking Mom. around yeah. like nothing. Juliet was like, Mom, don't forget your pills. It was like 20. Mm. Sitting there. But they... Before Machado leaves, he says... See, this is what I didn't understand, too. Of course, it's TV. But he had that picture with him. He had the original photo. Right. And he sent it off to his friend at the lab who was going to scan it for fingerprints. Right. He said he was going to do that. Yes. And see if any of the fingerprints match up with anybody that they could possibly link to who could have hired... Right. Um... The hitman, because the original, the person who hired it, would have had to have touched, touched the photo to give it to Along them. Along with probably a ton of other Right, I mean, but of him. course, like, the, the hitman's fingerprints right. would have come up, um, but he's dead, so right. clearly it's not him. And anyone right. who doesn't have a record wouldn't have come up. That's true. But Catherine did come up. Yeah. Because as we know... She's crazy. At the 11th hour. It was a gorgeous photo of her, though. It wasn't like, uh, much of a mugshot or anything. No, it was, it was great. quite beautiful. Yeah. That's what happens when you're beautiful. Like, oh, <laughs> you take good photos all the time. You do. Hello, have you seen the plethora of Lindsay Lohan's mugshots? She looks better in each one. Mm, debatable. I'm just saying. <laughs> just putting that out there. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. I disagree. I disagree <laughs> with that statement as well. I um, agree. But Catherine, in the 11th hour, Juliet leaves because Catherine sends her to the hotel to get stuff. Right. And I wish she, Siobhan, or, well, Briv, offers to go with her. And she... You know, Juliet's like, no, no, stay here, blah, well, blah, yeah, blah, I mean, with my mom. She needs a chaperone. It's true. It's true. I mean, if Juliet was smart, she would have been like, all right, you go. I'll stay with my mom. Right. Exactly. But, but 
with TV, Juliet <laughs> she goes. She has to stay. Briv stays. And Catherine drugs the tea. Well, she's like, want to have tea with wanna me? Want to have tea with me? And she's like, no. No, yeah. And then she's like, well, she feels bad because, you know, she's crazy. So. And Catherine's a great manipulator. Right. And so, you know, well, she says something like, oh, I just didn't want to be alone or whatever. Yeah. So then Briv feels bad and ends up having tea with her, which is just so stupid. And she chugged that tea yeah, like she's she did. never been so thirsty in her life. So she gets up and goes, because Machado tries to get a hold of Briv as soon as he finds out that right. Catherine is there. He knows something bad is about to happen. Right, because he knows that Catherine's in the house. Right. And so he goes to call Briv, and she's in the other room getting something for Sugar. Catherine's tea. Yes. And so Catherine grabs the phone. I was like, ah, oh, I was so angry. And Hides she, it. He tries yes. the house phone. She's unplugged She's unplugged it. the phone like a clear serial killer in the making. But what was funny is that it was a cordless phone. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. It still would have rung. Right. It right. It was, that was pretty great. That was pretty great. <laughs> it wasn't like a regular landline. Yeah. I was like, wow. I was like, that's crazy. I don't know. Uh, it's genius. Yeah. Um, but... Okay, continue. I'll let you continue. Well, no, I mean, so she chugs the tea and immediately starts to feel completely drugged out. And she, you know, starts to get up. Siobhan or Briv gets up and she is, you know, going. She's like getting something out of her purse. I th- what did she say she was going to get? She wanted to get. I don't know what she wanted, but she needed something from her purse. So she got up and she gets up all groggy in, in Catherine's purse. Right. And finds the phone and realizes that Catherine is, is her the hitman. Hit woman. Hit woman. Or the person hit who person. hired the hitman. Um, what I thought was interesting about this scene, and I don't understand why they chose to do this, when Catherine threw all the capsules. Oh, that was weird. So she passes out, Siobhan or Briv. Briv. She passes out and, you know, Catherine evilly is lurking there behind her. Right. And she... Well, because did they were all empty though? Those they were pills, all empty. So yes, that's what she put in this the drink. This is where, no? yeah, this is where okay. I got confused. They were probably sedation pills. Um, where I got confused was Briv is a former drug addict, right? Correct. Correct. Why did she not notice the minute she took a sip that there was something wrong with her tea? I mean, I don't. And why did she not notice when she stood up that she was? tweaking out of her mind and not just having a head rush. Well, I mean, I think she obviously, I mean, she couldn't, she could barely see. Like, she wasn't thinking clearly at all. I mean, I don't think when you drink something that's tainted necessarily, like, people are roofied all the time and you don't necessarily... True, maybe there's no... You know, right, exactly. So I don't think, you know, and she didn't do just prescription drugs before. Like, I'm sure there's a little bit of a difference between... Hard drugs and prescription pills. But, so it, but by pouring all the pills over her, I feel, I feel like she was trying to act like Siobhan, you know, took a bunch of pills and passed out or something, right? No. No? No, I think it was You don't think so? No. I think it was just her way of being like, I got you, bitch. I'm just going to pour pills on your head. Well, she's basically letting letting Siobhan, who thinks she, who right. she thinks is Siobhan, know what she did. Right. At the end of the day. But that was pretty shocking. I was really scared oh, towards the end. So good. Yeah, it was it was really scary. So I mean, but that was the end of the yeah. episode. I think that's. 
And it looks like it just gets even more scary and crazy. Next week? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. Um, on that note, we're going to jump to a quick commercial break and yeah. come back with all your exciting news and gossip. Oh, yeah, we have lots. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. Okay, so before we jump into our real news and gossip, I do want to discuss with you guys why we were not here on Tuesday and just let you guys know what's going on here in California, IA. So Tribune and DirecTV reach a deal. California-based DirecTV and Chicago-based Tribune Company have reached a deal that restores Tribune programming to the satellite television company's subscribers. Local stations including WXIN-TV and WTTV-TV in Indianapolis and WGN-TV in Chicago had been blacked out for nearly a week while the two sides negotiated the retransmission consent agreement. Tribune Broadcasting announced this evening that it has reached an agreement with DirecTV that will enable DirecTV subscribers to avoid any further disruption in service and to once again enjoy Tribune's 23 local television stations as well as WGN America, Tribune's national cable network. We are extremely pleased to have reached an agreement with DirecTV and to return our valuable news, entertainment, and sports programming to DirecTV subscribers, says Nils Larson, Tribune Broadcasting President. On behalf of Tribune Broadcasting... I want to thank viewers across all of our markets for their support, understanding, and patience during the negotiating process. We truly regret the service interruptions of the last several days. The agreement comes as baseball season is about to open and enables DirecTV subscribers to see Chicago Cubs and White Sox baseball on WGN-TV in Chicago and on WGN America, as well as the Mets on WPIX-TV in New York, Phillies baseball on Phil 17 in Philadelphia, and the Washington Nationals of W. I know what a big sports fan you are. TV in Washington, D.C. DirecTV subscribers also will again have access to more than 700 hours of local news, weather, traffic, and sports coverage produced by Tribune's local television stations as well as primetime entertainment like American Idol, Glee, <laughs> and New Girl on the company's Fox Yay. affiliates, and One Tree Hill Vampire Diaries, Gossip Girl, and Ringer Yay. on its CW affiliates. And this is what I'm going to read to you guys what the TV said to us when we recorded our Ringer episode, DirecTV, the owner of this channel has unfortunately forced DirecTV to temporarily remove it from your lineup despite our repeated requests to keep it on. While we regret their decision, typically disruptions of this sort last a very short time. Please visit DirecTVPromise.com for the latest and most accurate information on this station's return. So we're happy that DirecTV and Tribune have reached an agreement finally and we can get back to our regular programming. That was very... 
Um, and we're going to jump over to Sarah with some Claire Michelle Geller news. Yes. David made fun of me for this, but I had to do it. <laughs> the National Enquirer is my source. Yes. Freddie Prinze Jr. cancels Mr. Mom duty, and Sarah Michelle is not happy. Sarah Michelle Geller is furious at husband Freddie Prinze Jr. for giving up his real-life role as Mr. Mom. The Ringer star and the former 24 actor have been arguing because Freddie broke their baby pact that he would be a stay-at-home dad and raise their daughter Charlotte now too, while Sarah focused on her career. Sarah wasn't happy when Freddie started auditioning again, and she was livid that he got a starring role on a new series, A Close Source, told The Inquirer. <laughs> Sarah stayed home for the first year and a half, but since Freddie wasn't booking any solid acting gigs after 24, she took the role in Ringer. Now she's been out of shape because their plan was always to have one non-working parent raising their daughter. While Freddie loves his daughter, he's just sick and tired of 24-7 baby duty. And says, while doting dad, Freddie is happy about hanging up his apron, Sarah's frantically searching for extra nannies and trying to juggle their different schedules, say insiders. Freddie and Sarah are fighting, especially when he tells her to relax and that everything will work out, disclosed the source. He feels Sarah is acting like a bigger baby than Charlotte. Ooh, drama. It is drama, but we all know that Sarah does have an on-set baby thingy. Right, that's what is not it called? really nanny. No, no, no. Baby for everybody. Sitter? For everybody in the cast who has children. Daycare? Like daycare, a, yes. Yeah. Onset daycare. Yeah, but that's It's not the, not same. the same. I know. I know. Well, but shame on you, Freddie Prince. They should both be able to work. They should be able to work, though. I agree. I mean, a lot of families have two working parents. Yeah. Just, I mean, They'll I They'll figure think, it out. Yeah, they will. They'll work it out. But you're Welsh, Yoan Gruffith walks the runway for show, celebrating Scottish fashion in America. He plays a posh Englishman in his latest show, and he was an American superhero in the Fantastic Four franchise. And Welsh actor Yoan Gruffith has now walked the catwalk for a fashion show celebrating Scottish fashion. And top it all off, From Scotland with Love was held at the Liberty Theatre in Times Square, New York. The event marked the, the start of Scotland Week, which sees North Americans celebrating their Scottish roots. It culminated in Tartan Day on Saturday, when Manhattan's 6th Avenue became a flurry in pipes, drums, and kilt-bearing dancers. Yoan, 38, donned a green and brown tartan and killed himself with a traditional sporin at the front as he graced the runway. It was paired with bright yellow socks and a matching green shirt. No Yoan, photo? There is a photo. There? You can go online okay. and find it. Check that out. Yoan is currently starring in Ringer as Sarah Michelle Gellar's husband, millionaire Andrew Martin. If what? <laughs> I'm going to skip that. It tells the story of twin sisters, both played by Geller, one oh, of whom makes her death. We know that. But the Welshman is probably best known for his role as Horatian Hornblow in made-for-TV films Hornblower, or as Fifth Officer Harold Lowe in Titanic in 1997. Oh my god. He okay. also played as Mr. Fantastic Dr. Reed in Fantastic Four in wow. 2005 and in its sequel in 2007. Meanwhile, James Bond star Sir Sean Connery donated a kilt he had once paraded down the catwalk at the Dress to Kilt event to the event from Scotland with Love show. The Holland and Sherry kilt he wore in 2009 went under the hammer at auction, the Scotsman reported. Proceeds were to be split between the Cash for Kids campaign, which helps around 100,000 vulnerable children across the west of Scotland every year, and U.S. war veterans charity The Wounded Warrior project. Other items up for sale included a pair of trues made for Donald Trump, a dress worn by Andy McDowell, a kilt worn by rugby legend Gavin Hastings, and golfing plus fours made for golfer Sam Torrance. I don't know what any of that means. Anyway, 
Moving on. Fun stuff. <laughs> Chris Balaha and Nikki Deloach's North Shore reunion to be awkward. It's a North Shore reunion. I was really into North Shore. Were Did you? you watch that? I have no idea what that is. Oh my gosh. It was so good. It was about a bunch of people who like worked in Hawaii oh. and like at a resort and it was scandalous and hot. Fun. Um. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who saw Nikki DeLoach pop up on the CW's Ringer, which co-stars Christopher Palaha, and waited with bated breath for them to have a, to share a smirk, a moment of recognition from their days in Hawaii, well, obviously you took another breath, or you wouldn't be able to read this right now. The former North Shore co-stars didn't share a scene on Ringer, but the same will not be able to be said when he pops up on MTV's Awkward, as first reported by Entertainment Weekly. DeLoach stars on Awkward as Lacey Hamilton, Jenna's mother, and as of the first season finale, assumed writer of Jenna's infamous letter. Palaha will come in in a role Lauren... I can't read that. Ooh. We're going to skip it. Yeah. Awkward series creator wrote with him specifically in mind as a man from Lacey's past. There is no word on the fate of Ringer for second season, but Lacey is happily married to her high school sweetheart and baby daddy. So Palaha's MTV guest spot appears to be limited to only two episodes right now. In the meantime, Palaha is also filming Michael Rosenbaum's independent feature film, Old Days. He plays Len, one of Jim Owens' buddies from high school. Owens returns to his hometown eager to relive his glory days at his 15-year high school reunion after getting all of his friends in hot water with their wives and with his ex-girlfriend's wedding day approaching. Jim must make a decision that will change his life forever. Look for that in 2013. Awkward's first season is available on DVD now, and its second season is set to premiere in 2012 sometime this year. That's the end of that story. Andrea Roth and J.D. Pardo cast in J.J. Abrams' Revolution. In the past several years, the apocalypse has come in vogue. We've survived a few, and the next, at least believed by some, is December 21st, 2012. As it is often the case, art is a reflection of life, and end-of-times dramas have become popular. Well, more popular than usual. In recent years, we've seen I Am Legend in 2012 in theaters, and on TV, one of the most popular shows is the zombie apocalypse thriller The Walking Dead. Now, the hitmaker J.J. Abrams is tossing his creative hat into the ring with NBC's upcoming drama Revolution. Revolution is described by Deadline as a high-octane drama action drama that follows a group of people struggling to survive and reunite with loved ones in a world where all forms of energy have mysteriously ceased to exist. Revolution is currently in the casting stages, and as of a couple weeks ago, Giancarlo Esposito from Once Upon a Time was cast to play Captain Neville, a hard-nosed military type, and today, Deadline reports that Andrea Roth from Ringer, who plays Catherine, and J.D. Pardo from The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 2, have joined the cast as well. Roth will be playing Rachel mother to the two of the younger leads, while Pardo will be playing a character that is listed as an expert archer. Revolution is created by J.J. Abrams and Eric Kripke from Supernatural, with John Favreau set to direct the pilot episode. So I think we should look forward to seeing that yeah. later this year. That sounds exciting. And that is your AfterBuzz TV news and gossip for the week of April 5th. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so in the. This is just going to go on forever. Yeah, I think so. Getting a little and how long, how long do you work here? It just kind of goes. It just kind of goes on forever. Um, it just seems longer. I feel longer. like it's usually cut off. Yeah. Now, well, who's cutting it off? 
No one's cutting it no off. One, no one. Wait, no wait, wait, wait. Cutting People it are off. cutting it off. No, no, no. No, no, no never, no. never. It's just that long. No one we, has we any we idea what you're talking about. Just forgetting. Um, Catherine apparently is going psycho. Yeah. and next I think week. she's going to bite so the dust. Excited. That's my prediction. I think prediction. next week is her last episode. We only have two episodes left of the season. Right. And so we have to sort of... Burn. I know. No. It, it makes me... It makes me sad, too. My heart hurt a little but bit. But she apparently puts Siobhan in the tub... And starts the water. Right. And Siobhan is, as we know at the moment, passed out. Right. And everyone's kind of rushing in. It didn't show Machado, though. It didn't it show It didn't him. show Machado yet. But I thought it was very cool that she was, like, practicing her, her like, speech. And she was like, I don't know what happened. It right. seemed like... Do you remember Death Becomes Her? Yes, of course. When Goldie Hawn goes oh God, to I Meryl Streep's house and she's practicing and she's like... What is her name? Is it Helen? No, she's Helen. I don't remember. I think it's Madge. I just remember that one part where her no. head is like it's so twisted genius. around. Anyway, it seemed very Death Becomes Her to me that she's practicing in the mirror what she's going to say That's to the police. Crazy. And I think it's insane and totally awesome and a great way to sort of set up the end of the season for us with Catherine going off the hilter. And right. And maybe Siobhan will go into labor is what I'm predicting. Real Siobhan. Real Siobhan. Oh, I think they're going to save that for the last episode. You do? So maybe at the end of next week's episode, Real Siobhan's going into labor. And... I think Catherine's going to get killed. Catherine is going to die. Or be institutionalized. Ugh, I can't wait. Hope everyone here at the AfterBuzz TV studios, myself, Sarah, and Phil, have a wonderful night. Thank you for tuning in. Rate, comment, live for us, love Phil. us. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Where do they follow you, David? Oh, you can follow me on Twitter at you can call me Skiff and Sarah at at Sarah on the go. Sarah with an H. Bye. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.